Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Intact. Uh, today we're going to talk about Roth IRAs, Roth 401ks, traditional IRAs, and traditional 401ks, pros and cons to uh, all of those options. Uh, then we're going to talk about how to be the life at the party um, by using this one conversation tactic. Uh, we're going to talk about drinking during the pandemic and quarantine and whether or not we think um, people are actually drinking more or less. And then we will wrap up with a discussion on Karens and the uh, the meme that is uh, very much viral right now. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. The opinions expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect the opinions or views of FC Advisory, the Financial Coach Group, or the New Wealth Project. Nothing discussed on this podcast should be interpreted as investment advice. Welcome to episode 32 of Untucked. This is Megan. And Mike. This is Jeff. Did you guys know that Saudi Arabia imports sand and camels? From where? Australia. Hmm. Camels from Australia? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And sand. So not like they don't need sand for their like deserts, but buildings. Right, so sand is a is a pretty significant component in construction. They mix it with like cement, and, and the sand that gets blasted by the wind is really smooth. It's not a good ingredient for construction. So they import like sand that was from a beach mm-hmm. because that's way more coarse because it's getting rinsed over by the water. And the camels that they use are for like riding and transportation, and they're not good for eating. So that's why they import other camels that are better for eating. <laughs> What do you think, Meg? You know, I, I, I think we're getting away from fun. But <laughs> I, you know what? It, you actually probably could have left out the camels. Because now I'm thinking about eating camels, and that's gross. Well, I had to do my homework because I didn't want there to be anything Mike could say to try to challenge this fact. From I'm, where? I'm actually not a challenger. I, I'm not, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're a doubter, I should say. No, I, I've been pretty, pretty um, positive on your fun facts lately. <laughs> facts, mostly just facts. Yeah, mostly just yeah. facts. Philly sports. Nothing. 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 Literally nothing. <laughs> a lot of positive COVID tests in the yeah. world of sports. So we had like a, a brief, like week or two where it was we're coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Sixers are coming back, Flyers are coming back, baseball's starting. I've kind of stopped following. Has it all been shut down or is it still on course? I mean, they. I, I can't speak to everything. The NBA is testing everybody who's going to go into the bubble and there have been a lot of positive tests. So they did it in a two-week time frame ahead of leaving and apparently they're testing very, very frequently. So it's as of now still on. Okay. Um, there have been a bunch of players who had, who have opted up out though, saying they're not going to go. So okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think hockey's, I think scheduled for like next week to have like training camp open up. So, I mean, they're still moving forward with the plans for playoffs. Yeah, 
there still has to obviously certain things have to happen and or not happen, but they got the two hub cities picked and what are the cities? Toronto and Edmonton. And then baseball, 60 game uh, season and it's on like it's a go. Same thing, a lot of tests, but yeah, they've opened parks. People are they're doing their like version of a shortened spring training. Yeah, I mean, there hasn't been anything definitive that's been like, we're done. We're not doing it. So, what was the last sporting event, major professional sporting event that you saw live? Probably a Sixers game. Yeah, Flyers game this year. This year, okay. I was supposed to go to a Sixers game. We recorded a pod yeah. like the week everything shut down. Right. And it was like, because I remember I said to Mike, would you go to the game? And Mike was like, no. And I was like, I'm going. And then the Sixers are like, no. <laughs> it's pretty sad that my last sporting event was a Phillies, like, clear water, oh. clear water game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coach's Corner. What do we got? Roth 401k versus traditional 401k, which is the better option? Nick Majuli uh, writes a blog of dollars and data. And uh, for those of you who don't know, a Roth 401k is funded with post-tax money and a traditional 401k is funded with pre-tax dollars. Nick's article quantifies in pretty general terms the difference between contributing to a Roth 401k and a traditional 401k. Uh, this is a question we get fairly often, not always relating to qualified plans, but um, more generally about whether people should make traditional co- IRA contributions or Roth IRA contributions. So what is the purpose of the Roth 401k? It's so that you can accumulate tax-deferred dollars that you don't pay tax on when you take it out. Because you already paid tax. Because you already paid the tax on it. So you get no deduction for it. Right. No the immediate tax benefit. Is it, it grows tax deferred basically forever, and you never even have to take it out, unlike RMDs for traditional qualified accounts. And the, and the whole purpose of a, tr- of a regular traditional 401k is you get an upfront deduction when you make your contribution, and then when you take it out, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. So that's the, that's the, that's the driver for it, correct? When you take it out, you have to pay taxes on it. Whether or not you're in a lower tax bracket is, it's that's un, yeah, it's unpredictable. That's, I guess, why I bring it up. It's because I just don't see, in today's world, so there's two ways to look at this. In today's world, if you're making a decent living, you're making a couple hundred thousand dollars and you're married with a few kids, you're not in a very high tax bracket. Like your effective tax bracket is probably around 15%. So you're probably not going to be in a lower tax bracket when you're retired. Thus negating the whole purpose of the deduction in the future. Okay. But then on the flip side of that, if you're not in a real high tax bracket when you retire, who cares about a Roth? Right? Yeah. Just throwing I, it out there for food. I, yeah, I think it's basically, <laughs> to me, the answer is not like, okay, which one is better? Do the math, predict future tax rates. It's just, if you can do both, do both. It's like diversifying your the tax characterization of whatever accounts you have is always a good idea. It's, this is kind of giving you the, the contingency that if tax rates are you know, much higher in the future, anything you put into a Roth today is probably to your benefit, right? 
And even if you're not in a lower bracket or a higher bracket, who gives a shit? To be able to have a pot of money that you can take and pay no tax on, like zero tax, no capital gains, no income tax. I mean, that's just, that's awesome. Yeah, and I think the RMD requirement is is a worthy like discussion point as well because you don't have to take money out of a Roth. So when you reach age 72, if you have an IRA, whether you need the money or not, you have to take it and you have to pay taxes on it. That requirement doesn't exist with Roth IRAs. Now, I would argue that you know anybody retiring in the next 50 years, we're going to have much more need to take our retirement, use our retirement assets because we don't have pensions. Who knows where Social Security will be? So you might not have the luxury of just deferring and not using the asset itself, but traditional IRAs require it. Roths don't. And I don't think I've come across a 401k plan where the match is available to go into a Roth. Right. Yes. And what's the thinking behind that? Why? How come no companies will do that? I'm not, I'm not sure. exactly sure why. It's not prohibited, right? Like where does that money... So when, when, when I contribute to a Roth 401k, I'm paying tax on that money. Yeah. Is the corporation paying tax on that money if they were to put it in my... Because it's better for me if, they, if the match goes into... The Roth, Roth portion. Because the match wouldn't be anything other than just additional compensation to you. You're, you're, you're paying tax on it, and I guess the deal is it's going into the Roth. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's it's almost like not even a match, right? company gets no benefit at all from that. It's an additional compensation expense that's what? deductible to the company, but it's, you know, whether it's paid to you in cash or just directed into a Roth on your difference. behalf, like what's the difference? Yeah. The only other thing that the article did mention, it's worth saying probably, is if you're in a um, if your income is really variable, like if you have a year where you're not going to be earning a lot for whatever reason, then that might change your decision on whether to defer um, any savings into a regular four hundred one k versus a Roth, right? Because if your tax rate is going to be like unusually low, because let's say you don't have or, or a big part of your income is pushed into next year, then you might want to like finagle the the Roth a little bit. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of doing all the different uh, buckets, I'll call mm-hmm. them. Like, you know, do do half of your... And it's really a third. Sorry to interrupt you, but there's a third one, which is after-tax yeah. savings. It's not even in a qualified account. Just having that bucket. And, and if you have that, a Roth, a, re- a traditional, then it's a good start. Yeah, so I had that conversation with a friend of mine when we were, you know, he was asking me about 401k contributions. I'm like, look, do as much as you can to to get the match and then don't do any more than the match. And within the contributions that you make, half of them should go in Roth. The other half should go into traditional IRA. Let them do the match. And then if you have any other savable income, put that into a taxable account. That way you're just kind of, getting all three levels of tax diversification in the plan. Whether he did it or not, (laughs) I have no idea. Yeah, the conversation I've had with people my age is, and I don't know if this line of thinking is right or wrong, but, you know, a lot of times they're still getting tax refunds, right? They're not even beyond what's being withheld. They're not owing anything uh, additional. So I've always kind of thought, why not make Roth contributions because you don't need, right, the immediate tax, I don't know, incentive. Obviously, you'd get a bigger refund if you did it, but um, if you're still 
if you're still able to make a Roth contribution and get a refund, why not just do that? Because you're going to eventually be making more money where the immediate tax benefit is going to matter more. I think people just get too married to the refund, right? Like how many people do you meet that it's like, I'm getting $5,000 back and I had, I I plan on that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only way that they can save. They plan on getting that in April and that's going to, it's already earmarked for something. I've never understood that. Me neither. Yeah, me either. Moving on. (laughs) Let's get out of the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put me in the corner. I don't like it here. These four words make you the life of the party. <laughs> Mike, you weren't feeling this article? No, I knew it just reading the, the title and then I got, I, the article lived up to my expectation. Let's just <laughs> put it that way. It's good advice. Jeff found this article, by the way, full, full disclosure. Um, Bryce Sanders from thinkadvisor.com uh, urges people looking to make social connections to use the phrase, tell me about it in conversation. In the article, he states that this expression works because of an interesting quirk of human nature. The person talking is the one having a good time. People love telling stories. If they spend time with you, with them as the center of conversation, they usually conclude you are a great person. Why? You listened. (laughs) That was a direct quote. I did not write that. (laughs) What was it again? Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Okay, so... You don't have to use the phrase, tell me about it, like those four words. I think the premise, first of all, (laughs) the part of the article that was like, as an advisor, when you're speaking to like rich people, this is how you should speak to them. Ask them about their expensive watch, their expensive hats, their expensive, like that was just stupid. I don't know why he went there. But the synopsis of the article, I thought was good advice. And I try to use it in in conversation because when I meet new people, it could be awkward. And I find myself a fairly sociable person. So I try to ask them, like when they're, if they're telling a story, like, oh yeah, we got this house, like at the beach, like, cool. Like, where is it? How long have you had it? And just probe them with questions about it so that they talk more about it. But the title of the article is these saying, Tell me, a, tell me more or tell me about it, whatever it is. Make you the life of the party. That's actually the opposite. I have four words that'll be maybe more the life of the party. It's like, want to see something funny? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, isn't that more accurate? <laughs> yeah, it was, a bad, it was a bad title. Yeah. It was a bad title. Yeah, hardly the life of the party. A decent conversationalist, sure. Right? Yeah. I, I would mean, say it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and if, I, would, I could get down with that. If you are an introvert and you struggle having conversations with people that you don't know, this is good advice. If you're an introvert, you're not doing this, though. Correct. This is somebody who is in a painfully awkward conversation and is just trying to either gauge if the person's interested in talking, right? Because you could say, tell me about it, and they'll give you one word answers, and you're like, all right. Don't tell me about it. I will stop asking. I'll go over here now. (laughs) Yeah, it tells you maybe as much about like them or, you know, whether or not they even want to be talking to you. Sometimes, you know, people, these articles more and more, I mean, we find them all the time. It's like somebody sat down and like wrote this article as their job. So we try to, (laughs) we try to get articles on a weekly basis to talk about. 
And I think what we're finding is there's a lot of very poorly written articles out there. Yeah. Uh, like across the board. I also kind of have a beef with like the topics he chose to use as examples. They're bad. Jewelry, watch, <laughs> hat, shoes, I guess I kind of understand. Travel, sure. The bargain only works if it's a chick because women love you complimenting something and then telling you how much they paid for it, even though you didn't ask. Does my wife do that? All the time is the, is the answer. She loves telling uh, you how much she yeah, paid which, for yeah. everything. Dude. I'm a huge fan when it comes to women on shoes because I know that women love their shoes. So, I, or, or like if you're out like at a fancy dinner or something like that, complimenting on what they wear because I mean, I don't know women that well, but I know that they put a lot of time in presenting themselves when they're going out. So a compliment and it's gotta be genuine. Like if I hate your shoes, I'm not gonna be like, Oh, those are beautiful shoes. But if you're digging them, I think if you compliment then they just start, they start yapping about them. Earrings. That's another good one. Yeah. Earrings is a good one too. How do you deal in these situations? Like when you're, when you're at a, at a party that, and, and there's a bunch of people that you didn't know before, how do you, do you just, do you, are you the type of person just, you, you gravitate to the one or two people that you already know and you just stay in that corner or are you a mingler and then have to get involved yourselves in these kinds of conversations? I think it all depends. Situational. So you're, you're what? Was it your 40th birthday party at your house? Or was it your 50th? It couldn't have been 40. <laughs> I guess it was your 50th. That was rude. What? We don't talk about our ages on this Oh, podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Age neutral here. Okay. Yeah. You had a birthday, surprise birthday party at your house. There was a lot of people there. I gravitated to like one or two people that I knew and just stayed there. Maybe there were some sketchy characters there that you want to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. For whatever reason... It was at a stranger's house I'd never been to before. So I just didn't feel super comfortable mingling around. Um, still did talk to a bunch of, of random people i never met before, like an old business partner. But uh, Did you use the four words, magic words? Were you the life of the party? I definitely was not the life of the party. Um, and I didn't use the magic words either. But I'm sure you did just fine. I think I handled myself okay. <laughs> Somebody brought up meatballs, and then I was then I was the life of the party because <laughs> yeah. I am a a meatball connoisseur. Americans are actually drinking less during the pandemic. This article is written by Leslie Patton for SFGate.com. Uh, despite feeling like we have been drinking more in quarantine, Leslie points out that while we are likely buying more booze to drink from home, alcohol shipments going to bars, restaurants, and entertainment venues is down significant, significantly, which also means overall consumption is likely down. According to this article, I don't know where they get these numbers, but global alcohol consumption isn't expected to return to pre-COVID levels until 2024. I guess that's just because of reopenings and things like that. One, like four years they're predicting it's going to get it, it, that made no sense to me but if you don't have sporting events if you don't have concerts if you don't like so they're not going to have these huge events where tens of thousands of people are boozing so maybe they're just saying in 2024 that's 
when they think they didn't cite a source i don't even know where they got that information (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i had i had the same reaction on the 2024 like where'd that come from and secondly there was a lot of likelies like it's almost like just an opinion of without any without any facts i would have my eye test is the opposite i think there's been more granted without the big concerts and sporting events and stuff but i don't know i mean just because restaurants aren't open, people are taking out and they're drinking just as much if not maybe more. I don't know. I definitely drank more the first month of COVID because we kind of shut down. And I was like, well, I don't have to get up early and go to work tomorrow. So yeah, my wife and I can sit around and hang out and have a bottle of wine or two on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, and I noticed that happened, like we noticed it was happening. So like after month one, we were like, okay, we need to get back into our routine of, you know, Mondays through Thursdays. We kind of are, it's off limits. We don't drink. And then, uh, Thursdays, eh, Thursdays <laughs> debatable. I feel like I drank more often, but I don't know that I actually drank more. So I felt like I would have, normally I really, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'll have a glass of wine with dinner, but it's not something I do often, glass of wine with dinner and maybe a glass of wine after. But doing that like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like it may, meant that I wasn't really in the mood to like binge as much on the weekends. Also, like every day felt like a weekend. So you didn't have the traditional, oh, here's Friday night, here's Saturday night. Yeah. So I truly like don't know if I consumed more. The same amount. Spread out over more days. Right. Which probably isn't true. (laughs) What do you mean? Well, you use the term binge. So let's just. I didn't didn't know the better word. Yeah, no, I know. I know there's not a better word. So I'm just saying your, your, your Friday, Saturday consumption was probably the same. No, I'm saying I don't think it was. I, I know. I'm just telling you. I think you're probably wrong. <laughs> but like I, I wasn't getting shit tanked sitting on my couch. Right. Like right. when I had the opportunity. Right. Not that I ever get shit tanked. This is going to sound bad. Um, when we could go out and do things and I had things to do, I was definitely drinking more at those events, whether it's a bar or a restaurant or a party or a concert right. on weekends. That was no longer happening. So the idea of drinking, you know, 10 beers sitting on my couch was like super not appealing to me. Right. So that's what I mean. Like my my weekend consumption definitely went down. Okay. All right. You sold me. Yeah. And um, I just looked up Anheuser-Busch stock is down 35% year to date. So that probably well, means maybe the, the facts are accurate. Mm-hmm. Facts are accurate. Leslie. Yeah. What about you, Mike? You didn't comment. Um, I've, I, I think maybe like Jeff, it was definitely like early and often in the in the COVID, but then it just had to like it couldn't it couldn't keep up at that. It pace. wasn't sustainable. No, <laughs> no, because then you know it, you know the early days was all these like um, house party and yeah. Zoom calls yeah. and everybody's all like banged Which, up and thank stuff. God, <laughs> yeah. We have stopped with that. Yeah, that was really dumb. Oh, it was yes. horrible. Horrible. I think I did two with my family, maybe three. And then a buddy of mine put together, like, for our high school graduation class, like, class of 95, 
like 20 guys were on it. And I got a text from one of them during it. It's like, don't look like you're having so much fun. Because I was like, this is the, like, I don't care to stare at 20 dudes. I well, really don't. It surprises me about you. <laughs> um, I, we had like a couple of my girlfriends from college had like birthdays and stuff. And normally we would get together. So that felt fine, you know, to be able to jump on for half an hour and, you know, cheers to your camera and like celebrate someone's birthday happy birthday janet but like we tried to my dad wanted to play like this trivia game oh stick pins in my eyes torture so i'm just glad that we're we all just like stopped doing them and yeah, haven't talked about on. it we all moved on from that. <laughs> so you uh, think everybody's drinking less now i maybe maybe meg's right about the the like that huge piece of it which is from the events that i never that thought of that way i never thought yeah. of that if we don't if they don't have a football season or if well, they have a fanless football season and you can't go to a bar like yes you're still gonna drink in your house but yeah it's not the same as watching the game staying out for two hours later tailgating yeah i, I mean i yeah. never it never even crossed my mind like think about football season like every sunday there's games in every city those stadiums are packed with people drinking beer. And the sports bars. The too. sports bars are yeah. packed. You're having people over at your house, and so you're going to go get two 30-packs for that party. Like, that has completely just stopped. And it's not just football season. It's baseball. It's mm-hmm. hockey. It's be- So it's all year round. And never – it just didn't dawn on me, like, how much alcohol and sports are related. And concerts. I mean, yeah. concerts are going to be the last thing to – to come back yeah and the summer concerts like where you would go and tailgate and then go to the concert and then hang out after i mean you think that's last to come back because everybody's singing and projecting it was so many droplets droplets in the air (laughs) yeah (laughs) probably but same thing with football i mean like a football game yes everyone's yelling yeah i think it's all just gonna turn like i know you probably disagree with this (laughs) but it's going to be like April of 2021 or June of 2021. And J&J is going to be like, we have an injectable, like total vaccine. And then everything's just going to like go back to normal. I hope it's that easy. Can it be? Can it be that easy? I wouldn't say normal. I mean, I think mostly normal. There'll be, there'll be things that are, that are forever changed. But if they vaccinate and it's 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 no longer, why do we have to wear masks? Why do we have to now continue to keep six feet? I mean, it's gone. It's over. COVID is over. Yeah, I just I've heard a lot about mutations. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Stop it. like do you need multiple vaccines? Is if that, they said to you tomorrow... Of course. In that very black and white scenario, if there's a vaccine that eradicates... Yeah. Every, well, I would, I, would, I would disagree. I would think that there's about half of the population... The anti-vaxxers? That are like, I don't trust that the government's injecting me with like the COVID vaccine. They're probably Good. trying to like purge half of the... There will be a lot population. of that. There's right. going to be a lot of that, right? Like, I don't get a flu shot every year. And it's not because I don't like the government. It's just because I, I don't. I mean, I'm the same way. I don't know what's in the vial, and I'm not really the comfortable. Flu. That sounds even worse. Like they inject you with the virus. I know. It's why, like, I don't want it. I don't want the virus. 
But there's, you know, we're, we should not speculate now, about now this. It's a virus talk. <laughs> Maybe we could queue up my, uh, my, my primary care, get her on the line, see if she can chime in on the flu, on the flu vaccines. I hope. I guess I, I'm just shit has been so bad for what feels like so long right now. I hope that a vaccine is all we need to make it normal again. Yeah, yeah. but I, I do agree. Like you read a little bit about the the Spanish flu. 1918, 19, whatever it was. And that was a shit show. It was way worse on a, like a mortality basis and younger people, healthy people getting like wiped out. But then you have the roaring twenties and speakeasies right after that. Like yeah. people went right back to yeah. all those risky behaviors. And, and I think that's what will happen. Yeah, I agree. So there may be some roaring decline. 2020s. Yeah. <laughs> like there may be an economic decline. Like everybody's de- like predicting right now in the next six months or so, and then it will probably spike. And as we've talked about, if you change, you'll miss, you'll miss the spike. If you change your allocation or you change the way you invest, we shall see TBD. I saw, I saw a tweet. Um, it was like a picture of a pig and it said, new. did you see it too? Mike? I think I did. It I... said like new swine flu with pandemic potential found in China. Oh my gosh. And someone retweeted it and just tw- and said, "Read the room." That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. <sighs> okay, Karen is the name that has now been given to every white woman filmed doing anything <laughs> that's acting privileged. Acting, pri- but I mean, I, I kind of think it's bigger than that. Sure. Like, being Racist. disagreeable, being a bitch, asking for the manager, asking or, for the know. manager. Um, I, the Karen thing's been around for a while. It's just really gained some steam, and because there's so many of them. Well, what's hysterical to me is that like you're, there are very few people named Karen, but like <laughs> it is just an insult. Now. Yeah, I have a cousin Karen. I don't know a single Karen. Really? I know a few. You guys would. It's an old er person's name. It's not like Edith or Gertrude, but it's pretty old. (laughs) It's getting there. It's younger than that. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's amazing, though. You do know that if you're in a public place and you're you're creating or participating in a scene, that you're on video, right? I mean, how do you continue to act the way that these people that have been filmed and, and not have the awareness to know that you, you you're looking this is not a good look you know i think when you get worked up about something you're you're just worked up and that takes over you're not thinking about how you look on camera because someone's filming you i think that comes it also comes back to privilege though like you were just just saying like white women even being portrayed this way are still going to be privileged like there's they're not it's not going to take them down the way it would you know maybe another another group of people so did you do any kind of Googling about like recent or, or, or Twitter feeds on recent Karens that have been filmed? Have well, been the documented? big one, I feel like that kind of started this, this recent Karen wave was the woman who um, called the police on the black guy looking at birds. And then in she New got York. fired from her job. Yeah. I mean, again, like the, Jeff, I guess to your point, but like, how do you not realize that how this is going to come off when it's sent around the world? 
There's another woman who she got after this guy because he had a Black Lives Matter sign on his on his lawn, and she said like you're defacing public pop property. Is she gonna call the police? Like, okay, call the police. It was his lawn. My lawn. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with people? And now add on to it the masks. The ma- well, the Trader Joe's oh. one, I think, which, which is, of course it was a Trader Joe's. <laughs> but I mean, freaking out because she was being asked to wear a mask and she's yelling about her her some sort of condition, I, whatever it was. It was just if you have a condition that won't right. allow you to wear a mask, have someone else go to Trader Joe's for you. Right, especially when you're like probably by definition kind of high risk. And you're right. obviously clearly mentally unstable to begin with. An ER doctor tweeted, um, if you have a like if you have trouble breathing with a mask, you definitely don't want to get COVID. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is funny. Um I did I did get a kick out of there talking about sort of the history of this Karen mean thing and there was another one that didn't really catch on, but I loved it. Permit Patty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw about Permit Patty. Like some kid selling lemonade down her street, and she's like scream calling the cops because he doesn't have a permit or something like <laughs> Did she called the cops on an oh, eight-year-old selling lemonade yeah. on her street corner. I remember that woman. Ugh. You have to, if you haven't seen that one, you have to, you have to Google it and watch it. <laughs> Do you think that woman, Patty... Do you think she looks at that now and goes, mm, yeah, I was acting a little. No, I don't. I think they're so self-righteous and they think the rules are the rules. Whatever, whatever's going through her head. I, I, I don't. I think all these Patties and Karens are the same person. So unfortunately, there's a lot of people in the world that act this way. You know, we're just seeing the ones that are getting hit with iPhones and, and, and getting captured. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, living in a community, having a having an HOA, and being on the HOA, yeah, having board. having been Express. on the board, like you interact with a lot of people because there's a lot of homeowners, and they're all patties, they're all Karens. I don't mean just women; I mean women and men. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. I mean, these people are floating. Like, just why can't people just mind your own freaking business? And if there's an eight year old that the cops deem should be requiring a permit to sell lemonade. They'll find they'll find the eight year old. It's, it's not your job to 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 like be a rat. Why are all these people's like? Why are they all rats? Why do they give a shit about what everyone else is doing? Is it that they have nothing else? Just I mean, I go don't get your latte and go home. Yeah, I don't know. but you're right. They're all over. They're right in every neighborhood, in every community store you go into. Yeah. Like, I see a lot of shit when I walk through Target or when I'm in Home Depot, and I see a lot of people, like, being assholes. I go get what I need to get, and I go the hell home. Like, I'm not going to be jerk-off Jeff, you know? I don't want to go viral anywhere, you know? <laughs> you might go viral for using that phrase. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think, like, one of my biggest pet peeves is littering. I hate it. And like if I if I was at a stop, if I was at a stoplight and the person pulled up next to me and threw their Big Mac bag out the window onto the ground, I'd probably be like, yo, dickhead, pick up your trash. You'd lead with dickhead? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Depending on how big the guy was. Scumbag. Like I probably wouldn't say I probably wouldn't say anything, but I'm trying to paint the picture. Like if that happened and then they started filming me because I was being an asshole, 
to them, like in their eyes. Yeah, I probably would still stay hot as they're filming me. I probably wouldn't come. Like, I don't care that you're filming me. Like, pick up your trash. But I think that's a legitimate gripe. Do you know what I mean? If someone's going to be, like, ignorant. But these people, like, they're missing the ball. Yeah. Or they're just that delusional that they think their gripes are legitimate. I don't know. I guess that was Mike's point. Like, they, they, they do. They think that their gripes are legitimate. Yeah, like the the getting back to the one in the park with the with the bird watching guy. Like, I don't know how how that's legitimate, but she definitely thought that she felt know, threatened. Did she, did she really think that there's just a black guy watching birds in Central Park and he's he's a threat? <laughs> the chick with the dog was awesome. She was like clearly psycho. Yeah, there were a lot of them during the protests too. Like on yeah. on video, like harassing the cops and just coming off as total assholes but we need karen island where we can just put them all it genuinely probably sucks though to be like a normal nice karen yeah (laughs) you might have to go by your middle well i mean our kids our kids use the karen phrase all the time when they refer to just last weekend my son was like oh yeah some karen was like telling (laughs) us to like get out of the parking lot or something like that my 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 wife and her sister were yelling at these kids in in, in Sea Isle who were they were they were legitimately like harassing people, so they gave them a hard time. The kid turned around; he was on his on his bike. He turned around, he goes, "Shut up, Karen!" <laughs> Which enraged my wife even more. <laughs> All right, what do we got now? Top five or top five? I feel like we did this one before. Why do you say that? I don't know. I just feel like we did. My list is super obvious and and like super easy. Yeah, we probably have some overlap, but I don't know if I'll have a lot of overlap. I tried to stay away from like the very cliche ones, which I'm sure you guys will hit for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. You want you want to start, Jeff? Sure. Go ahead. Um, old school. I mean, yeah. it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Although you're you're not a Will Ferrell fan. No, no, that's mm, Meg. That's me. Oh, that's right. Uh, Animal House, mm-hmm. like hands down, one of the funniest movies of all time. Higher Learning was one I was a big fan of as a kid. Never I think heard I of saw it. That one. Yeah, Omar Epps, like one of his first, mm. one of his first movies. Uh, Euro Trip. I thought of that one. <clears throat> Euro Trip's college. I thought it was high school. Ooh. Weren't, didn't they just, I mean, I guess they're going into I think college. They're going into college, but I, I, I could be wrong. I thought it was. I think it's the summer after they graduate from high school, but we'll give it to you. I, guess. I, I would, my number one would be, like, it's my number one. Like, I put it above Animal House and Old School is Road Trip. I thought Road Trip was one of the funniest <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Did you guys ever see it? I think I saw, like, so with Tom most Green of it. and, like, the mouse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could take the Tom Green scenes out. Oh, okay. It was more Stifler. Oh, yeah, I real, forgot that Stifler was in The real skinny kid who hooks Wait, up with the giant. American Pie is high school, right? Yeah, yeah, although I think they did a sequel. Like a college, years, college yeah. When, they, like, the, the skinny kid, like, they're all, like, these, like, white kids, and they show up at the black fraternity. Oh, my God. It, it's, it's a classic in my, in my mind. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I had, you know, back to school, old school, Animal House too. Like, 
all the uh, back to school. Oh, back to school. I didn't. I, that's on my list. Okay. Rodney Dangerfield, Thornton Mellon. Yeah, one? Thornton Mellon. Yeah, it's a great one. <clears throat> so I'm going to go off the board a little bit, and um, I'll throw a Goodwill Hunting in the mix. I thought of that. I mean, just to stay away from like the college comedy kind of theme that, that that we're on. Um, I just hate Ben Affleck so much that I couldn't put it on my list. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I and don't I hate him at all. Borderline don't like Matt Damon either. And yeah, I, so you probably wouldn't like that movie. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's a good. It's a good film. It's a good it's an awesome quality film. film. It's a good flick. Um, I'm gonna throw this on there, just kind of half joking and half not. I'm going with Rudy. Oh God, you can keep Rudy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> I said half joking. <laughs> um, oh God. And then I had one other one on here. Actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this one as my last today. Maybe I went over, but um. Bringing down the house, the MIT card counting kids who go out and. Uh, oh. Yeah, that was a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, trying. I was trying to go a little bit like non-obvious. Yeah, yeah, you went off the grid a little bit with that one. No, that's a good one. That's a good movie too. All right, so I had Goodwill Hunting. I had Neighbors. I thought of that. I, mm. Which I love. On. Yeah. It is like so funny to me. That's um. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. Zach Efron. Zach Efron and... Uh, oh, yeah. It was chick. a really good one. Yeah, what's her name? She's Rose no. Byrne, maybe? I, re- I recommended that to my brother-in-law and my sister. I'm like, you will die. Like, it's so funny. They called us like the following week. They're like, didn't even crack a smile. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? Who? Yeah. Uh, Pitch Perfect. That's a good yeah. movie. I'm so, I love it. Yeah. I could watch it. The cup scene. <laughs> um, House Bunny? What? Not familiar. Anna Ferris is a ex-Playboy bunny <laughs> who becomes a sorority house mom of kind of like a eclectic group of sorority girls. And it's very, it's comedy, but it's, fu- I mean, it's funny. She's hilarious. So I, I like it. It's one of those house movies that- bunny? Yeah. Like if it's on, I will okay. watch it. And then the last one, this is the one I wasn't sure about when I texted you guys about this college have to be the whole time. Love and Basketball is like one of my favorite movies. I think I ever saw it. Omar Epps. But college is maybe like three quarters of it, but okay. it's high school it and post-college. I had uh, Blind Side was in consideration for my list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. not a huge Sandra Bullock fan, but good good story, right? I try to stay away from like the football or the sports yeah. movies. Like okay. the, the program was like one of my favorites. I don't even know what that is. As a kid. Like I don't think up. I saw that. It's a, it would be hard. Like, don't watch <laughs> it now. Yeah. Don't watch it now. <laughs> I think Mike wins. I liked his list the best. What do you what? mean? He had Rudy. But I, I it was kind of half a joke. Fine. Rudy. I'll give it to Mike. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See ya. Later. Bye.